0: This week on the Pop Confidential Podcast, it's the TCA Summer Press Tour. We are getting all of the scoop from some of our friends in the know. Constance Wu goes in on Matt Damon over his great Wall movie and Bow Wow Ain't Black. All this and more. Keep it popping. How's it going, everybody? We have Luke Kerr.
1: Hello, Jamie.
0: Jillian Bow. What up? Sarah Babel. Hi there. And Melody Aikles. Let's get started with some celebrity gossip. Our favorite uh, dartboard character, Taylor Swift, came under fire from a pretty little liar. Trojan Belisaro in an interview with Cosmopolitan, called out Taylor for her fake feminism. Cosmo, for whatever reason, decided to ask Trojan to weigh in on the whole Taylor Swift versus the Kardashians drama. Um, And she gave them a quote, oh God, I have such an aversion to the Kardashians because I literally don't understand people's obsession with them and I don't want to accept them as our closest thing to a royal family. So I guess I would be team Taylor Swift However, I'm so appalled by what I consider to be her false feminism. It seems she's the person who likes sisterhood, and then she does nothing but tear down the women that were once her friends. So is it possible to be just like dot, 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 this is a two-party system that I don't want to be a part of? Can I just say that? Can I just say that I would choose the green party in this? So since she... As everything with Taylor Swift and the Kardashians, that pull quote, you know, which was only a minute part of her Cosmo story, has gone viral. And she has had to go on Twitter, like, backpedaling and saying, you know, oh. you know I, I didn't. But she was like, I didn't really want to be asked about that question anyway. And I was just trying to say that I, I have no dog in that fight, basically. I'm paraphrasing what she said. But what do you – we have three women on this podcast tonight, and I want to hear from all of you. What, Jillian, you're already sounding off, so what do you think about those comments? Do you think Taylor Swift boasts fake feminism, or what? what is fake feminism?
2: I mean, I'm with Troy, and I'm so pissed that she... Backpedal like boss it up. She said what she's settling. My Nini Leaks voice. She said what she said. She probably
0: wasn't ready for those Swifties, though.
2: And you need to to swiftly beat them down. Taylor does this fake feminism crap. Like, you know what cracked me up when she won her Grammy and was doing her shade at Kanye about feminism? Who is standing behind her for when she won album of the year? Men. You talk about feminism, but the entire crew that helped you do that album were men. Like shut your face. She always does this feminism thing, but she tears down Katy Perry. She slut-shamed some girl because Nick jumped one of them Jonas Brothers dumped her for the other girl. Like you don't you you shouldn't get mad at that girl. You should get mad at him. Ain't no telling what he told that girl. She does this all the time, and it just annoys me. Like she tried it with Kim. Oh, I don't know. Like when she, before Kim dropped them receipts on her, when she was like when Kim was like when Kim spoke in GQ and she tried to diss Kim and tried to pull the feminism car. Like she does this all the time. It's like enough. You fake it for the mags and for the press, and then that's what fake feminism is. You do it for publicity. But behind closed doors, the only feminist that you care about is yourself. Sarah,
0: Sarah, so from the whole press angle of this, I know from my experience on a carpet or doing an interview – Actors rarely, in fact, I have a story of a certain actor on a certain TV show that was like, please, told this other journalist, please don't ask me about that person, even though they, they're lovely, supposedly have a lovely co-star relationship. Anyway, I kind of was feeling for Troyan because it's like, why was Cosmo asking her to weigh in on this when I'm sure she was there to talk about the 75th A on Pretty Little Liars?
3: Yeah, and I mean, I've interviewed Troyanne before, um, and I find her—I found her to be a very intelligent, thoughtful person. If you look at the side project she's done while she's on Pretty Little Liars, she did a very serious web series that had to do with um, the, the experience of female soldier. You know, she played a female soldier, a U.S. soldier, who got sexually assaulted by another soldier. I mean, she was chosen sort of to take you know, church to me is sort of a feminist project for her to take on as opposed to, you know, doing some Hallmark movie of the week or whatever other stuff I'm sure she's been offered. So, you know, and she is also, if you look at her, she's someone who is herself Hollywood royalty. I don't know if everyone knows who her dad is. Yeah, her dad. All. Yeah, her parents basically, her dad created, um, whatchamacallit, NCIS. So, you know, she, let's just say, she could do, she never had to get out of bed in life if she didn't feel like it. She, Mm -hmm. instead of just, you know, demanding stardom, she graduated from USC's drama program. Yeah, she didn't have to worry about paying for it. It's Probably pretty darn easy for her to get in, but she did the work, you know, and she's not on her dad's show now. Her dad has nothing to do with any programming on Freeform. So I think she is somebody who sort of takes things... I guess, seriously and has chosen to go about her to go about her fame, despite her advantages in a way in which she is more or less legitimately in which she's legitimately earning it. She's a good actress. I think, you know, people like, you know, her character, like they like what she brings to the role. And I think she shouldn't have backed off on it. I mean, it's weird that she was asked in the first place. Like she, she I mean, probably the right way to be like would be like, I'm not here to talk about Taylor Swift. Next question. For someone in that situation, but that's not what she chose to do. I thought her quote was funny about being the green party in this situation. I mean, you know, I thought that was a really smart answer to that. Clever. Um, And, you know, she also wrote actually a nice. I remember she wrote an editorial once. I want to say for like the Hollywood Reporter talking about how teen shows didn't get recognition at award shows. And, you know, she was saying, she wasn't even saying like, I don't, it's not that I think pretty little liars do it, but just that because a character, a show focuses on younger characters doesn't mean that it has worse. So like she's someone who has sort of chosen her niche in the entertainment industry to be somebody who's fairly thoughtful. So, you know, you can see, that's why she said so you could see where she'd be irritated by the Kardashians because she, Probably could have taken that path and didn't um you know, and you know has her, her false feminism? My whole thing is if she such a feminist, why has she always gotta be with a man every thirty seconds? Oh, In my. for thirty seconds mm-hmm. not you know I mean burn
4: Sarah. She just
3: seems, now they're all gonna come from me too, but, I got it, back, girl. but it's just like you know, I mean it's also like i don't it's not even that I find her fake feminism, I just find her very staged. Like, I feel like the real Taylor Swift is nothing like her public persona. I mean, we've already, oh. Kim already had Kardashian already had the receipts for um, Taylor and Kanye West. you mm-hmm. being at least semi staged.
0: Speaking of that, Mel, you weren't mm-hmm. on last week, so you didn't get a chance to weigh in on that whole saga. So give us your quick thoughts on, Kim Kardashian outing Taylor and the the continuing... I mean, this is the summer of ill repute for Taylor. It's like the worst summer she's had in a while and publicity wise.
2: writing about it soon, that half off.
0: Oh yeah, she'll get on the Grammy. There I was mm-hmm. in the middle of the storm and they oh. came for me.
5: Oh, All yeah. these
0: people, they're just
5: attacking me and I didn't understand why. Gee, I wonder why, Taylor, because you're not a victim in this. You never are a victim in things, but that's the role that you like to play. Now, I'm the first person to say, I am not a Kardashian fan in well. any shape form fashion man or anything. I can't stand them Kardashians. If they fell off the earth today, I would be much happier. But when Kim busted Taylor wide open, I was like, that's what she get. You better get her, Kim. That's the one time I'll be on Kim Kardashian's side because get her. She always liked to play the victim. She always liked to play their card. And she couldn't do it today because Kim had her own video and she posted it to the world. Well, it's about time because Taylor Swift has this track record of going through men honey. like some people go through underwear okay
0: <laughs> so, well Luke speaking of people who like to go through men or might snapchat that they like to go through men and then backtrack on it Teen Wolf star Tyler Posey has
1: <laughs> got himself in if trouble if you
0: listen to old Hollywood remember a few years ago when everybody was like don't mess with the gay mafia I guess Tyler didn't get that memo because he Snapchatted a picture of himself in front of a sign for Gay Street and said "On in the Snapchat video, this is me, I am this, and this is me, I've never felt more alive. And then he yelled, I'm gay.
1: So. Yeah, so I was reading an article about this and it was basically pointing out, is this any surprise coming from the star of a show the continually gay baits where they make all this innuendo every single season about gay characters, but then never really go with them as like front burner lead characters or give them good storylines, which I hadn't thought of it from that perspective when the controversy first broke out. But then I was like, I've watched enough teen wolf seasons to know that that's exactly what they're do. They do the the gay characters are all always gay baited on teen wolf. So why is it any surprise that a star who's been on that show for as many seasons it doesn't have that mentality or has that mentality.
0: Yeah. And, you know, people are just going to have to learn, you know, I think everyone, the moment you book your first gig in Hollywood, you need to take a sensitivity class because, you know, and I'm not saying, you know, Oh, no one can ever tell a joke. Cause look, I love Tosh, <laughs> Tosh 0.0. Oh, and he is that old school style comedian that, basically says all sorts of offensive things and i am rolling but you can't really try to be comedically offensive on snapchat if you're not if you're not i mean even if you're a comedian these days you can't do it trevor noah almost didn't get to do his show because you know they brought up all these old jokes he had made that were in poor taste
1: um, well, and his ratings haven't been as good either. Well, that
0: was not the point. But I'm just saying, you know, you can't even, you know, because everyone was like, oh, you know, because when I looked at the hashtags, they were like, oh, he's got this stupid frat boy humor. And, you know, growing up that's the one thing you always remember as a gay kid, all of the straight boys who'll pretend to be gay and then go psych or something stupid. And you're like, Oh yeah, that's really cool that you're, you know, pretending to be gay. And usually they do the limp wrist and talk really high and he didn't do any of that, but still in this day and age, it just kind of seems really stupid for him to do that. But it did, it did seem. I'm like, this is one of those times when it reminds you just because they have money and they're on a TV show, they can still just be dumb jocks or don't and I really wouldn't call him a jock, but I mean well he you know but he just kind of seemed it just felt so frat boy. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not gay. Uh what did you guys think of it? Uh Sarah?
3: Well uh, it's also it struck me in another way. There was that um alumnus of the show, I'm drawing a blank on his name, who recently came out officially Colton Hayes. Hayes and he acknowledged that he had sort of been out of the limelight for a while because he'd been dealing with some issues with depression, which in some ways is something. Oh my God. More, Sarah,
0: I forgot about that. So yeah, he forget everything I just said about him. Maybe he totally has. Yeah. Cause not only him, one of those twins came out. Um, the Carver boy, Um, and he was on, so yeah, so no, sorry, I take back the maybe he was just being a dumb frat boy. Continue, Sarah. I
3: mean, I think he may have almost been in his, he's a young guy, in his, probably drinking when he made that Snapchat, you know, he, um, probably may have been thinking like, oh, you know, I'm just jumping on the bandwagon, it will be a joke, because everyone else on our show has come out, only, of course, that's not the way it came across at all, um, so I think that probably played into it, but I mean, it was just, it was just like, it was like what you would expect, like, a 12-year-old to do, you know,
0: on Jillian, Saturday. do you think he can come back from this? Because one thing i receipts are the worst thing ever for a star who's trying to come back from something they said in the past, because... And look, I, so many of these things I've missed. So, point in case. So, I'm a—I've always been a big Sarah Silverman fan. I've always thought she was hilarious. Damn. So, w- well, uh, you probably knew why I'm why I'm now upset with her. But look, I'm two or three years late because I didn't know. So, I'm Damn. watching the DNC, and I'm like, oh, there's my Sarah Silverman. So. I look on Black Twitter, and Black Twitter is just not feeling it. I'm like, why don't Black Twitter like Sarah Silverman? And then so I did some clicking, and it's like, oh, Sarah Silverman did the worst blackface mm-hmm. comedy, and I was like, mm-hmm. I be... it just can. I... can my favorite we don't stars? Don't know.
2: We don't claim that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm don't... like, can
0: mm-hmm. we just? Why do my oh. favorite stars have to keep doing this stuff? I'm like, Sarah. It was well, like I, I had that moment, like in way... in um, in soul food when vivica fox finds out that her brother-in-law hunched her cousin on her sister and she's like what's his what's his name i can't think of his name he he wasn't kenny he was damn what's his name y'all what was vanessa williams husband in soul food
1: don't ask Um, me i
0: wasn't asking you said you all if i would have been asking about um a cold miner's daughter, I would ask you Luke. Miles. So when she's like, Miles, Vivica <laughs> just had it like like she was just so disappointed in my like Miles. And that's how I felt when I saw that. I'm like, Sarah, you did blackface. <laughs> Damn, I can't like you no more. Oh. But anyway, so my question is, so that will follow her. It's like that black Twitter, I don't care. Sarah Silverman could go to Somalia and free somebody from a warlord regime single-handedly. And black Twitter will forever be like, "Mm mm-hmm, you trying to free some black folks to make up for the fact that you did that blackface. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody feeling you, Sarah. So I'm like sitting here like, is Tyler just done? Because, like, are the gay, you know, gay wow. fans just gonna forever be like, uh uh-uh, uh, we through with you?
2: You pulling a Luke accent and all these questions. Um, <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, I think he will bounce back, but just like you said, Black Twitter will, you know, Main. Well, gay, I gay Twitter's
0: rough, too. Gay
2: Twitter will be like, we still remember. We will never, in my Cardi B voice, we will remember forever. Like, that's not, they're not letting that go. They're not going to let it go. He could feed the homeless. He could build um, a center for the gay boys to come if they're getting, you know, uh, picked on, and they'll still be like, ain't you did this? So, no, that's not going to happen. I mean, Perez Hilton, come on. Perez Hilton is the captain of the petty parade. Perez ain't going to
1: let that go, neither. Watch. Heaven forbid that black Twitter and gay Twitter ever team up. Oh, child, it,
0: it,
1: it would be
0: formation. Oh, yes. um, male. So, yeah. yes. while certain celebrities are pretending to be gay, one is really Embracing her girlfriend, Kristen Stewart of Twilight fame has a girlfriend, Alicia Cargile, All the years that was wasted in millennials' lives. <laughs> um, <laughs> With that, what was it? R Pats, what they call them? Rat Cats? Pat Pats. Rattlesnakes, R Pats. You know, Uh, all of that, my little sister, Lord, my little sister, she's 19 now, but child, her life, the way my life revolved around Sonny, Brenda, and Jax on General Hospital when I was was her age, her life revolved around, what was that little girl she played on the Starlights, Luke, on the Twilights? What was her name? I know you know that. What was her name on the Twilights? Bella? Bella? Bella, Bella. Bella's sponge Who, who oh, no, is no, Bella pun. gonna hunt? Is she gonna hunt the bat or is she gonna hunt the wolf? Team this one, team that one. Well, she is team kitty. Kitty,
4: what <laughs> do you
5: think about it, Dale? Uh, um, I mean, she really didn't have any more men to run through. So why not try women? I'm not really surprised. I'm just like, okay, if that's what you want to do. And if it makes you happy. Fine. If it makes you happy.
1: <laughs> Whatever makes her exert least amount exactly. of. Exactly. Whatever keeps Action. you from
5: attempting to app on my screen, yes.
0: Well, right. look, now we will know if she gives some Stella Bafo performance that, hey, it must be the kitty. Let's well, talk about you
3: know, now. She suddenly has become critically acclaimed. She won that um, Cesar Award last year. It's like very prestigious French acting award that no American had won before. So, you know, maybe uh-huh. that. <laughs> you
0: know, Hollywood loves. Look, we look.
1: French know how to use their tongue.
0: Oh, well. Ooh, that was good, Luke.
1: That was good.
0: <laughs> let that spit right there. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Bow Wow. You know,
1: mm-hmm. I, my, yeah,
0: friends, so. my friend Samantha and I used to say all the time we used to talk about the day when it was going to have to be a black revolution and who we would give away in the fight, who we would trade. <laughs> And, you know, we any time a celebrity made us there, we'd be like, yeah, we trading so-and-so. Like, years ago, we traded Omarosa. So if ever there had to be some kind of awful, end-of-times, dystopian race war, which now that Donald Trump is a presidential candidate, that's looking, like, more likely than ever. But we would always talk about the black folks that we would want to trade in the draft. So she texted me, we trading Bow Wow. I'm like, he gone, he gone, mm-hmm. he gone. This fool got on the Twitter and was talking about how he doesn't understand the civil rights issues because he's mixed. And then he proceeded to tweet a picture of his light-skinned daddy with a S-curl as proof. Yellow daddy, <laughs> red one daddy. I'm like, fool! Every light-skinned brother who had a kinky gray hair and know you can go get a kit and make yourself look like you a debarged boy ain't nobody you and you know it just I thought the younger generation was through with that but lord if we are not still color struck in America and for Sarah and Luke's purposes that's a term in the south definitely I don't know how it is in the north but in the south color everybody is color struck it's, it's sad to say But if you're light-skinned – Jillian and I alluded to this the other podcast about something Uh, about the the brown paper bag rule. But it's like Mm. in black culture, you know, I thought we were getting over that because, you know, the froze are back and the Dries Elba. You know, it's kind of really been hard for light-skinned brothers except for – well, thank you, Jesse Williams. But it's like Bow Wow is all – I'm mixed, so I don't understand – I'm like, you stupid little fool. Every slave on the plantation had a mixed baby because Massa was getting through with the at the meal at the big house and coming out there and unbutting his, his old nasty belt and, you know, making kids do something she didn't want to do. I'm like, what is he talking about? Pretty much every modern-day descendant of slaves is mixed with another culture. But anyway, I'm not going to... Roland Martin already dragged him I, You know, I used to not like... Uh, rolling, but he is dragging everybody that needs to be mm-hmm. He dragged Wendy Williams when she was like, why are there HBCUs? There's no white BCUs. Shut up, Wendy Williams. The reason they are freaking Wait, wack-
1: what? Where there are what and there what? Are historically
0: okay. black oh. colleges when there are... Well, oh. but there are
1: okay.
3: Historically white colleges, they just are now accepting of everybody.
0: Yeah, and so are HBCUs. White people can go to HBCUs. Yeah, she, she, was, she thought that was going to get her some points in, in white Yo, America.
2: Let me tell you what made me laugh about that, right? So I'm watching that. Some white people in the audience, this white woman looked at her like, ooh, you are your <laughs> own, girl. Like, ooh, no. She knew She, looked she around. had to
0: apologize. Yes. And she
2: looked time. around, and the white woman looked around like, God, Amy, like, "Like, you shut up, Wendy. No, the crux of the Bow Wow thing was the whole thing started because somebody asked him, is he Hillary or is he Trump? So then this fool is like, I don't care about politics because, you know, I don't care because after- It's all
0: controlled I, by a high power of on He just started talking some Illuminati type mess. No, he goes, I really, he said,
2: I don't really care because after I learned what I learned about politics, I just stay away. So someone said, you should care Based on the fact that your ancestors die so that you could have the right to vote. So then, this is what this jackass says. And not
0: my ancestors.
2: He goes, man, I only believe what the eyes see. I'm mixed. I don't know what my ancestors was doing. I only know what I see. And then, you know, Black Twitter was like, okay, boy, we, we give it and we take it away. Your protection has been revoked. And they dragged him for filth. And I don't know if Vauer thought he thought. You know, if he sounded cute or, you know, my friends, we don't say educated. We say when you say something stupid and you think you're, ed, you know, you sound intelligent or like you are edumacated. He sounded very edumacated with that whole statement. And,
0: you know, this is his second time running a foul. Well, he's had plenty, but this is this is his second really high-profile yeah, running Yeah, because he talks about
2: Black Lives Matter, and you know, Twitter don't lie. Twitter had a picture of him up with other black celebrities holding their hands up, with when they were doing the whole thing last summer with hands up, don't shoot. So they're like. So, you're just an opportunist or a dumbass? Which one is it?
0: Well, and he also shaded Empire about promoting negative stereotypes and, and, <laughs> and used his own show, CBI mm-hmm. Norton Anavirus, as a counterexample <laughs> of I showing a positive. That. Yeah, showing a positive. Uh, it's
2: positively canceled, that's what and I that's, yeah. I'm like, mm.
0: <laughs> Cook Elias said, mm, really? So, yeah, Bow Wow just. And I'm like, does he even produce music anymore? Or is he just trying to be an actor? No. I I'm
2: like, no, no, why no, do we well, He don't go by Bow Wow no more. Mm-mm. He is known as Shad Moss. You can't call him Bow Wow. See, this is how funky black Twitter could get. He is like, I'm no longer Bow Wow. I am going by Shad Moss. He said this a few years ago. So you're not black Twitter, dude. They're like, hey, Bow Wow, how you doing?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever name I... Well, I think Will Smith is the only celebrity that I learned him to call him one thing and actually stopped calling it. Like, he's the only one I can remember that it successfully Because, ma- you know, when he came out, it was the Fresh Prince. And, you know, before the TV show, as the rapper, he was the Fresh Prince. And I called him Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince. And then, I think him having that sitcom though where he played, you know, which, ironically, was called the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But... They never used that term in the show. And I think that helped me retort. That was kind of like, Only
2: oh. Jazz. Only Jazz and some of Will's friends from Philly would call yeah, him Yeah, would Prince call him Prince, Prince yeah. yeah.
0: Well, one of our favorite celebrities is back. When we first started this podcast, we talked about her every week because she was such a hot mess and she gave us such good tea. But Ooh. she kind of faded off. But she's back, Lindsay Lohan, child liberty, y'all. Lizzie Lohe's life is like a Jackie Collins novel. She is engaged to Igor Tarabasov, the son of a Russian oligarch. And he is a real estate mogul. And they had a huge fight in London, and she fled the country. I swear to God, I'm reading this, and I'm like, this is Bridget Stanislopoulos from (laughs) Jackie Collins is lucky and Lady Boss, I'm like Lindsay Lohan's life. I'm like, the very fact that Lindsay, after all of the hot messery that she has done, showing her cooking monster and all the alleged drugs and those awful parents and some very choice career moves, can still pull a Russian oligarch. What is wrong with my OK Cupid profile? What's wrong with me? What's wrong? I can live and still pull these cats. Sarah, what do you th- Have you been following Talk any of about this?
2: hemorrhoids on Twitter. I, mean, I think that's what's wrong with you. You
0: know, I feel like she, <laughs> Good one, Jillian. Yeah, I feel well, like... I, everybody be prepared. Now, go ahead. Uh-oh. You
3: know, at this point, she just makes me sad. Because if you go watch Mean Girls or any of those movies she made when she was even younger, she really did have this talent and a spark to her, and she just let the substance abuse just ruin her to the point where, you know, she is just this sad punchline, getting married, allegedly, to this alleged Russian oligarch that we just know nothing good is going to come of this situation. Like, I can't even enjoy it. Like, it's fun to, like, hate the Kardashians, but I just feel sorry for Lindsay Lohan, because, like, She's out of the business. I mean, she has squandered every everything she's got. Like, if she had gotten her stuff together, you know, like, Tina Fey would have given her another chance. Like, she could have maybe gotten herself on a TV show, which is a way for, you know, fallen movie stars to make their comeback. But she's just gone too far down the rabbit hole,
0: so. oh well, one one TV star that did that is... What's his name? Lord, I can't think of his name now. Iron Man, Luke. Who plays Iron Man? You know him. Robert
3: Downey Jr.
0: Robert Downey Jr. He was the ultimate hot mess. I mean, if you look it up in the dictionary, they they coined the term for him. I'm just making that up. But, you know, he came back with that very quiet in the beginning role. Because he was a movie star. Then he had that quiet turn on Ally McBeal. And it's like...
1: But He had some smaller, critically acclaimed movies yeah. that came back and out also, again And, I star- mean, he
3: did hard time. Like, I will give yeah. him credit. He did hard time in San Quentin that Judd was like, uh-uh. No movie star treatment for you. You've messed up too many times. I hope, is he gonna, I hope this saves your life.
0: You know, good it, luck. It turned him around. So, Mel, do you think there's still that chance for Lindsay that she could pull herself together? Maybe, like, you know, some of the um, – Drew Barrymore's, you know, Drew was a hot mess, but Drew was hot, you know, pretty young, and she got herself figured out.
5: She went to rehab and got it
0: together. Though, do you think Lindsay can still do it, or will? Loving mm. oligarchs being be enough for her. I
2: know. That boy's <laughs> don't know. That boy is like two years old, so he's way younger
5: than Lindsay. So he
2: he's know.
0: seven what? years younger than her. That's not that big of a deal. Whatever. <laughs> I
5: don't know. It makes me wonder because we hadn't heard from Lindsay in a while, which was good for her because she needed to stay off the and map for, for a little too. bit and you know and then she didn't she give some like decent commentary on Donald Trump and something like Brexit, that. Brexit, Brexit, Brexit that's the, and it was like wow Lindsay is kind of making sense. So I was like alright maybe Lindsay is getting it back together and then here she comes. here she comes. I heard or
0: oh, I read somewhere that she's recording music again. I loved her little one hit one the video where well, she had her hair like J-Lo <laughs>
2: They say she's pregnant, too. They say she's pregnant.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Nah, uh, nah. I don't uh, want her getting pregnant. Uh, Lord, uh, all that dope and stuff. Ooh. It's fake. So, like, my grandmother used to say, "Better her out and cook that baby. But I mean,
5: I want it to work out for Lindsay because, you know, she had she had good movies. She was a decent actress back in the day. So I feel like if she could just get it back together, she'd be all right.
0: See, I think that, you know, when you're that star and your mama and daddy you know need you to pay the house note and everything and pay for their lifestyle I think that just wigs you out and you just don't you know the ones that are like it seems like the child stars where their parents are like, Okay, you're gonna do this as long as it doesn't make you nuts and crazy and you know, we have another life and we're not gonna we're not relying on you to take care of us, they seem to turn out okay. But it's the those ones where it's like, Get up and get it in you better learn them lines and smile It's like it seems like those are the ones that just you know wig out. Let's talk about a pair of child stars who got offered big money, Luke. Uh, I know you, like me, have been obsessed with these conventions. Well, they were star studded You know, the Democrats had the A-list and the Republicans had Chachi and out-of-work soap stars. So, <laughs> but that wasn't for lack of trying because TMZ broke news that both Justin Bieber and Nick Jonas were offered millions of dollars and they turned down the Donald. The art of the deal was written by the Donald, but he couldn't close a a new... well.
1: well it might have it might have something to do with the fact that Bieber's an immigrant.
0: Well oh, That's why it,
2: that's no, it was a joke know, from that him that's being a Canadian. Funny. So
3: his manager Scooter Braun basically was like, I will you will not be my client anymore if you do this. That's what I heard. Yeah, oh,
2: and fuck. they said LeBron James also told him, don't you do that, bro. Because Scooter is a big Hillary supporter, too. So, And they You're said that LeBron, that LeBron James was like, Mm-mm, don't you do it, don't don't you do that, don't you, know no, good. And that's when Justin was like, yeah, I'm good.
3: And Nick oh. Jonas never considered it. Nick
0: Jonas was like, oh, no. Oh, he knew better. Nick Jonas been teasing he the was gay also... boys ever since he
1: came out. Speaking of gay baiting. Showing his little booty
0: and And he also was doing
1: something
2: for Rock Nation. That's Jay-Z's company, so you know he ain't gonna mess with Jay like that, so...
0: Well, I have to say, I you know, I'm like, well, <laughs> poor Trump. <laughs> he was like, I tried to get better celebrities than Antonio Sabato. It wasn't my fault. But anyway, what did y'all think? Not politically, not politically, because we are all about just pop culture here. From a pop culture perspective, going around the panel, Luke, what did you think about both conventions from a merely from a showbiz Razzle dazzle, pop culture perspective. Quickly tell me. The
1: the GOP convention was a joke from a celebrity standpoint, and the Democrats have lots of friends in those circles. so Of course, it was good.
0: Mel, what about you? What do you? What did you think about both? Did you watch any?
5: Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched both of them, and I felt like the Republican convention, I don't know where we found these quote-unquote stars from. We dug them up on the Z list, and that's fine, but it wasn't like, you know, like Luke was just saying, a lot of razzle-dazzle, a lot of flashy. It wasn't about that, and then DNC was the total opposite. We had all the stars, montages, everything, so it was definitely more of a, you know, entertaining
0: Jillian, did Chachi make you want to be more conservative in your political no, thoughts? I didn't see
2: that fool on that convention. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. The Democrats brought the big dogs in. I did see Chachi try to go at Tamron Hall, and she was like, you can try it, but you'll get to She denied.
1: read him to a box. Oh, she is she good. She him, is slick. Ooh,
2: she read him like one piece, child. I was like, "Whoa." But yeah, I, I I tuned in to see Kimberlyn Brown, and I was like, oh baby. But then I saw the Democrats had everybody. I'm like, the only person they didn't have was Michael Jackson. I bet you Hillary probably would have dug him up if she could. But she Hallegram- say, look,
0: She's yes. saving Oprah. Look, she's saving Oprah for inauguration night. She just going to yes. descend on a cloud.
1: I am here, my
0: people. Say- yes. Sarah Babel, uh-huh. you're a former daytime soap opera writer, so what did you how did you feel when you saw two soap loves, one from a soap that you wrote for, The Young and the Restless, turn up stomping stumping for the G O P
3: well, you know, it it, it it does say something that everyone, you know, is who is really gamefully employed right now is going with the Democrats. But, uh, um, and I, what I really struck me too, was how Hillary used Hollywood to reshape her image. She had Shonda Rhimes, who, you know, we talk about on this sh- all the time as, who is of course, famously the creator of Scandal, a show which certainly seems to have at least in its initial incarnation drawn heavily from Hillary's life or from Hillary hmm. and Bill's <laughs> relationship she had her introduce you know produce this movie that introduced her she came out wearing olivia pope's white pantsuit you could not miss that um you know it was and she came out i mean i felt like she very consciously used the imagery that has been used sort of against her to you know reach out to people and say i'm not you know this evil person that you think i am like You know, I'm not Melly Grant. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, this is who I actually am. Look at me looking fierce like Olivia Pope. You love Olivia Pope, no matter how annoyed you got this past season. You love Olivia Pope. I'm like Olivia Pope.
0: <laughs> I wear the white hat. Look, that's in the director's cut of the speech, right? <laughs>
3: yeah, I get it. Done. I wouldn't be surprised if Shonda threw it. Shonda or someone from Team Shondaland threw in some of those funny one-liners that were in there. And I think,
2: Bill is a TGIT fan, too. has said yeah. that he oh, loves no, he's TGIT. All right.
3: I feel Fitz's dilemma, you know?
1: Yeah, that I was just going to say, that. he's a big fan of Scandal. But
3: it's just like, so, you know, I felt that was very wise of her. And my personal, like, Hollywood moment was um, the Democratic state the Democrat state senator from Ohio, a woman who came out wearing the same dress as um, Melania Trump wore. Yes. <laughs> and she looked great. And someone said to her, "It was the you know it was the same size." And she was all, "Well, it wasn't exactly the same. You know, Melania she wears a zero, and I'm a ten. And I was like, oh, well, damn. Melania
0: ain't wearing nothing on the cover oh. of tomorrow's New York Post. They done dug up. No,
2: it's today. It's today. Oh, was
0: it today, child? I said, ooh. You that's, know, but. That's all smoke
2: and mirrors. That's all smoke and mirrors for something else. That's what we all think. But whatever.
0: Well, and my my thing about it is it, it will probably end up making people endeared to her. Because it'll be, oh, this is what she had to do to survive in her Early years, but it this is a totally new day. I mean, if you look at the history of American politics and what a scandal it was for Catholics to get in with Jack and Jackie, and people thinking she sounded too French, and you know, with Michelle, it was how dare she show her arms and try to make fat children go get exercise? And I'm a fat person, so I can say fat. So. But now it's like this: if she gets it, this will be a whole new ball game in terms of who can be America's first lady. But let's talk about some TV now. It is the Television Critics Association Summer Tour. They are underway. Many of our Pals who've been on this show are out and about, uh, Damien Holbrook and Jim Halterman and Michael oh. Maloney. And our Sarah Babel is going to be going to TCA, or has been, and is heading back. So, Sarah, um, let's talk about the HBO uh, presentation just a little bit. Sarah Jessica Parker has basically come out and said, if you're looking for Carrie Bradshaw on Divorce, you ain't going to find her or her fabulous clothes, which, of course, I'm going <laughs> why couldn't it just be about Carrie and being breaking up? So is she trying to do what Jennifer Aniston did all those 50 different times and shed Rachel? And, oh, and so I'm, she...
3: sh- I'm sure she is. Because it's like, as much as we love Carrie Bradshaw, she's probably tired of like all the entire body of work she's had. from You know, she started working. What she Wasn't she on the original Annie's when she was like 11 or yeah. something? She was on Square, Square when Pins. She had Tony Geary's photo in her locker. She, I mean, Ew, she, really. If you watch the opening credits, um, but it's just like, oh, it, well, you
0: know, he was the heat back then. I don't, I, I know. know.
3: There, it was a different time and what was
0: considered attractive. Instead. Yeah, it it
2: was back to differ.
0: A spiral perm just caused women to get moist.
2: Back that back. was just a cherry curl. <laughs> yeah.
3: But I mean, so I can see why she would want to start something new. And also like, if she said it was going to be just like Harry, everyone would be disappointed when it wasn't right. Exactly that magic because Sex in the City, it also was of a very specific era. It was like before the recession. Most, a lot of it was even before September 11th. It was this very optimistic, glamorous time in New York City. You know, now when someone young goes to New York City, it's all about them being poor and starving and sharing an apartment with 12 other people. And, you Mm -hmm. know, it was just like, it was, I mean, she needs, you know, I understand where she's coming from. She doesn't want to create false expectations she wants the show to show to stand in its own right you know and it's like you could say it's like that or you could say it was like julia louis dreyfus wanting to not be just perceived as elaine from seinfeld and now everyone just thinks of her as selena from beep because yes, she's so she awesome finally
0: broke that seinfeld curse no so,
3: i mean there's no i have faith in sarah jessica parker to bring me a show that i will enjoy
0: so i think her clothes are still gonna be i think because she's become such a style icon outside of that show, because, you know, that she's like, oh, this character, her name is Frances, and she only dresses, she only wears clothes from thrift stores. I guarantee Vogue is going to do a spread on her, and women will start, thrift store chic will become all the rage. She's,
3: she's going to basically Jamie. be a blend
1: of Miranda and Charlotte is what she's going to be on this and show. And it's
3: going to so. be called vintage, and her at the thrift store, she's going to find some, you know, chanel dress from 1972 that's just fabulous that's worth ten thousand dollars so mm-hmm. you know that's what's gonna happen there i mean i'm sure she's gonna look stylish the only time someone doesn't look stylish on tv is when it's on a show like shameless or something i mean it's yeah, real. or
0: unbreakable kimmy schmidt um yeah. luke westworld are you excited for HBO's new show that is already coming under fire for a rape scene and it has not even aired?
1: I'm intrigued because there's the I mean, there's the premise of it being dystopian, there's a the premise of there being lots of technology, then there's also the fact that there's Western elements and then there's supposed to be a lot of sex, which I guess is including rape scenes. So we'll see how it goes. I'm gonna definitely be checking it out, but I don't I don't I don't really have any pre-opinion. Well, let going me
0: backtrack in. to that, because I love, I look, wanting to watch a show for sex scenes totally, has, ever since HBO existed, that's been a part of the draw for me, even as a wee lad. But rape, I just don't, it's almost gotten to a how point is, where- How
1: is it different than Game of Thrones?
0: Well, that's my point, and what I'm about to say is, have we just gotten to the point where Hollywood creators feel that- I can't tell an edgy show unless I show rape. Sarah, what do you think of it?
3: I mean, first of all, that's always been a part of it. If you just look through TV and movie history, women are always getting raped for one reason or another. Heck, even if you look at it, even though you're seeing, you know, the the cops doing everything they can to make things right, that's what SVU has been about for all these decades. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. And it doesn't surprise me that it's coming under fire. I have not read the source material from the book. If it's for the show, if it's true to the source material, then that's it. Also, it's a dystopia. It be I'd be a lot more upset if there was a show that was supposed to be in a utopia that had rape.
2: And the movie too, the movie too. Um have yeah. you guys seen the movie that's based on? Have no. not. Oh my god, it's a total mind fuck. But um uh, it's coming on to fire also because they wanted to have, like, wanted you to have waivers for, like, simulated sex scenes. Like, like no, skin-to-skin contact. And I'm like, mm,
0: I don't know. oh no Yeah,
2: they wanted you to sign a waiver that Mm-mm. you would have skin-to-skin, you know, contact. I'm like, mm, I don't know that dude. He cute, but he may have the itchy scratches. No. So, yeah, I'm t- t- hyped to see this, to see if it lives up to what the movie was, because the movie is totally like, whoa. So, I'm, I'm gonna be watching this. I can't wait.
0: Mel, I want you to answer this question, because Issa Rae did her TCA presentation for her upcoming show Insecure, and she basically gives a quote about there not being any one way to be black. And in the, in the show, she portrays a woman who is told she sounds white and this or that. And you... As my beloved baby sister, you're like a sister to me, Mm -hmm. but you are a rock goddess. You love your <laughs> rock and roll. You love all kinds of music, but that's very unique for a black girl from Texas, and you've talked to me before. Going about to the album. Guns
5: and Roses yes! concert I mean, on girl, Friday. Yes! I girl, look, Y'all I'm telling you go.
0: right now, I'd be scared to go to the Guns and Roses concert. Instead of that I've never been to the no. Not the one. Keep going. Go ahead. But I'm just like, so you definitely, and you know, my cousin Deja is the same. Like, we used to, Lord, Deja, we used to cloud Deja, because, you know, it, Heather and Stephanie and I would be in the living room singing Escape, you know, by, by my Aunt Shirley was always like, shut up! Shut that singing up! I got a headache, y'all, yeah! shut up! And we'd be in there, do you want to sing it in unison? Escape? Or in Vogue or something? And Deja, the youngest one, would be in there yelling the at Alanis Morissette in her headphones, mad at us for, you know, singing out at R&B. She'd be in there, Why want you to know. And we were like, why are you singing that crazy white folks music? And <laughs> so... I've always found it refreshing. I've told her about you. I'm like, you need to meet my friend Mel. Y'all could go to them rock concerts together at rock now. So what are you excited to see a black character on TV that doesn't have to fit into any type of quote unquote role for a black woman?
5: Yes, I have been waiting for Issa Rae's show to come out on HBO forever because she was it was going well and then it got shelled and it got picked back up blah blah blah. So I've been waiting for a while. I like I've been a fan of hers from for years. I loved her web series, um, Awkward Black Girl, because that yes. was my life. She was me. Okay, I totally understand. You know what it's like. Really, and she's, right. she's right. Really, Jillian. So yes. when she oh says. You know there's no right way to be a black person that's right because I feel like a lot of times we as a black community we all try to you know gear towards you know liking the same things and being the same things, and if you differ from that, you get a lot of shit for it. Trust me, I know all about it. well, why do you like this? Why do you like that?, well, I understand why you don't like this okay, why can't I like both like why why this thing here? Why does it inherently have to be for this group of people? Right. I feel like you know. That's not what it's about, especially with me and music, you know, because I'm not, I like hip hop, it's cool, blah, 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 but I don't like it as much as I love rock, it's classic rock and metal and blah, 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 because it just, there's not a, you know, explanation, it just, it speaks to me more. And there's not a thing that comes out where it says, well, since this is a hip hop song, all black people are going to like it. Well, no, that's not the way this works. Because when they put the music out there, they just put the music out there. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Just because a certain group of people likes it more, it seems to be generalized as one thing, but that's not what it is.
0: You well, know, you know, I know every word to every Reba McIntyre song. Yeah. And that got me all kind of strange. Looks and you growing get up.
5: <laughs> a lot of looks, and my for it. But, you know, it, I think it's very important to be an individual. It's very important to be yourself and who you are and like what you like. And if you don't like what I like, I don't really care because I'm going to be at this Guns N' Roses concert I on Friday night. Rock it out. With my two black, so- black cousins, and we're going to be killing them.
1: So question then, just because of the reversal of it, how, do, what do you guys think of white rappers and people, white people who are into rap?
2: I don't have a problem. As long as you don't say that N word, we will be all right. I
5: think right. I, I want you to be yeah. real about it because if you're liking it, you just don't be that real. If you're liking it just because it's a it's the popular thing to do, and blah, 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 and I'm going to dress like this, and I'm going to talk like this because this is what it is, but that's not who you are, I don't have nothing for you. Yeah, but just if this this really is, we going to have some exactly, but if this really is who you are in your like I feel like Eminem is a really good example.
1: He lives it. You
0: Acknowledge- know? He, was, it's yes. what it is. Look, we are right there. Eminem yeah. for me. Well, is, lives-
1: what about people like Macklemore? Oh. Who gets but that's, that but, that's, but that's why I'm, I'm just Macklemore, curious. though,
3: he's not trying to sound black per se like you yeah. know he's he's right you know his big song was about going thrifting which is like mm-hmm. the whitest thing you can find yeah
0: possibly. cause ain't no brothers trying to look every rapper I know is like when we get look they used to say ain't no balling on a budget." yeah mm-hmm. I
3: mean and you know his stuff I mean he's painfully earnest and like you know he's at this point kind of the punchline to a joke but I don't think he's trying to pull a vanilla
0: ice or anything Right, I think he really that, can you know he black twitter goes after him you know i get educated
1: but see and that's why i'm wondering because a lot of black people do go after him and
0: black twitter look sometimes i don't be knowing i'm gonna be honest i'm i'm look i'm fist pounding but i don't always know why everybody is mad because they don't
2: give credit where credit's due yeah and you know
0: cultural appropriation is a big thing a big mm -hmm. thing that pisses people and it's it's been look anybody who knows little richard his whole life, little Richard, if he, he's, you know, ailing right now, according to reports. But any time he gave an interview, he was going to tell you that he invented rock and roll, not Elvis. And he did, you know, that the history of rock and roll music is black singers who got their stuff stolen by mm-hmm. white musicians. A who black didn't woman run,
5: created rock and roll, you know? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, if that is totally, so you, the the anger about cultural appropriation has been there for some sometimes. Sometimes I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'm like, should we be attacking allies or seeming? Because like with it, the you know Justin Timberlake, in my opinion, he was giving Jesse Williams props, and then right? it was like, oh. but then he
2: opened his mouth and said something else, well, and somebody I was like, came
0: for him and was like, yeah, oh, but he was like so what Jesse close. said. And then he was like, you know, he did the prerequisite. We're all, you know, uh, together. He all and it's around. like, oh. boom! It's like everything he accomplished by <laughs> by going uh-huh. so, it That's, was over. To, to
2: me, that was one of the times you needed to be rise above it and ignore it. Like, Just don't tweet back. Yeah,
0: Get it's almost face. like, and look, I'm the, Lord knows I'm the worst to give that yeah, example. Yeah, me too. But it's like, you, if you're a star... Don't tweet back because it it basically became like a game of telephone. Justin Timberlake said we all mad and it's like wait, but he was trying to praise this brother. speech. he
2: was, but like Justin first. Mm-hmm. and then yeah and we don't have no love for igloo azalea because no. you are from australia but you sound like you're from georgia rapping and you don't want to talk about black lives matter you don't want to give credit where credit's due you want to play victim to you the australian version of taylor swift you cow so that's and, why you know, with
0: it. the kardashians yeah. i mean they are they are the queens of cultural oh appropriation. Oh, yeah. And,
2: Boxer race. Give me a break.
0: Yeah. And now, but a lot of that, though, and I must say, a lot of that, you know, a lot of people get upset that they marry wealthy black men, um, except for the oldest girl who. Well, keep cracking Lamar. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's like. <sighs> I have had family members, I'm not even going to lie, who have dated white men themselves, but they get mad at the Kardashians for dating black men. And I'm like, well, what is... And every time, you know, my mother's first husband was white. And if I ask her, she'll tell me it's a difference. And I'm like, why is it a difference for a black woman? I actually went to an event here in Atlanta where we talked about this for like two hours. It was like this little networking event, and that came up and... Ooh, there was one white lady at the event. Poor and She was married to a black man. And oh, I no. felt so bad for this woman because this one girl, took, she was like, ever since slavery, we have had black men's back. But they don't want us because they want you And that woman was like, oh, my God, I just fell in love with my husband. Relax. I mean, we just fell in love. You know, they just look past everything that a sister has done for them to go to you. And I was, like, sitting here with my cocktail, like... Ooh, this is getting crazy, man. We need to quit
1: drinking. But it's just well, Jamie. You, I mean, hey. I told you about my personal experience with the the mo- one of the most, uncom- most uncomfortable Christmases that I. Ever had. <laughs> you, I was mean, was that
0: with, with with the one you were telling me about your your aunt? Yeah. I mean, I, it was. Let me tell it, Luke. Let me tell it, child. Now, Luke would look, and you know, y'all y'all know Luke enough to know Luke's personality. Is this the one about the uncle and the collard greens?
1: Yeah, The uncle-in-law.
0: So, okay, so yeah. No,
1: So, no, the, technically he's not even an uncle. He's just the baby daddy.
0: Well, you know, in black families, Luke, if you've been with the auntie that long, he's your uncle. Oh, so, no. see, you didn't understand that. So, see. So, Luke's very conservative family has a interracial uh, tree because his aunt was with a black man and had beautiful little kids, you know. So, Luke, <laughs> I still wait, scream, wait, wait. I still scream when Luke that. first told me this story. So, at this particular family holiday, and Luke, you can tell me if I get what, get it wrong. So, the black man who was, you know, had the kids with his aunt got upset with her.
1: Came, came to visit for the holiday, and it wasn't expected.
0: <laughs> and uh, I guess he had told her to have some collard greens fixed for Christmas dinner. Luke, I want you to now. I need your verb. I need your help auditorily because I need you to tell everybody how you pronounce that word.
1: I don't remember how okay, I pronounce I it. Okay, I'll do
0: it. I mimic you. He said. So he tells her. He gets really mad at her and is like, "I told you to cook me some collards." And I said, mm-hmm. "What?" <laughs> I said, "What?" <laughs> what? Hey, he wanted me to cook. You know, cu- I said, "Oh, collard greens." Yes. Oh. And so, and it, So. Luke was like, he didn't understand what the big deal was. This man was acting a fool. And so, look, I start acting like Dr. Marlena Evans from Days of My Lives. I'm trying to do the casework. I said, so this was Christmas dinner, and nobody had cooked any collard greens. And Luke was like, well, no, we don't have that. For-. I said, oh, I see why that brother got mad.
3: <laughs> oh, and that's also very northern-southern as much as it is black and white. Right. I have never yeah. had that until I had a friend from the South, cook Thanksgiving dinner, and I'll admit, I was like, this is an acquired taste,
0: isn't it? (laughs) You didn't like that pepper sauce, did you, (laughs) Yeah. And look, and you better have a ham hock. Yeah, because, like,
2: when I moved here, and my cousin, I went to my cousin's house. She was, like, she had moved to North Carolina with her husband, and we had Thanksgiving, and she had collard greens. I was like, ugh, what is
0: that junk? I know, like you know, that. So you don't have a pot of greens on, and it's Christmas? You don't believe in Jesus, Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa, you don't need to come down.
5: You
2: so like, don't believe
0: be in Christmas. Away. Yeah, I'm excited for this show because, I hope, and ABC, I mean ABC HBO, I'm going to tell y'all right now, because we're not going to let y'all off like the Looking fans have, because, you know, they they did two seasons of Looking and then did a drive-by TV movie they didn't even promote. Y'all gave Lena Dunham, four years, a full series run on a show that was only critically acclaimed and never highly rated. So, I don't care if but three people watched the first season of Insecure. Y'all better give it a long time to find its legs because this is a new show for HBO. Lord, have they ever done a black series on HBO? I can't think um, of. Them. Yes, Do they have. Way back, The what? Wire. Oh, well, The Wire, yeah. <laughs> and
2: that ran for like five <laughs> and,
1: and was it's very critically, acclaimed. Acclaimed, it was
2: critically acclaimed. and Tremaine, and, and, and they oh, they God. ran The Wire for 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 five years, Oz. I would consider Oz a black show. Really? And yeah, Oz, Oz,
0: well Oz, everybody. They had white supremacists yeah. and
2: everything. Yeah. Um yeah HBO they, yeah they, they do right. They do right. Ugh. they do okay.
0: I'ma give them a need
2: Oh to- it's the wire string of bell was my yeah.
0: oh. I'm yeah. ready for Issa's show um yeah, I think we will have something good there. And other HBC, HB, the HBCU, HPO, all these H's are getting to me. I'm the head. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was a B mm-hmm. reference class. But Game of Thrones is definitely ending after season eight. Luke, we already pretty much knew this, but did you have a moment of wanting to go have some Westerosi wine to. And
1: what's the name of the broad that Luke likes? granny tyrell.
0: tyrell she says she riding to the end she goes to the
1: upper room i want
2: i'm putting it out there.
0: supergirl has released the first images of teen wolf sex god tyler oakland as superman you are the arbiter of all things comic books so Give me your 85-page analysis of those first images and why it's going to uh, be terrible.
1: The, the, <laughs> the, the first analysis is he's not as hot without the scrub. <laughs> um, but the it's not bad. I mean, it, su- the problem with Superman is he's never my favorite character. I loved Lois and Clark. But and I I really enjoyed Smallville and I watched the whole thing. But even in comics, I don't really read the Superman comics. I'll read GLA and or JLA and he's in them. But I don't he's make a point a to read the. He's a big deal comic. in there, isn't he? But look, he is sort of a big deal. But when it comes to it, it's like I'm just taking a wait and see with what this What is one. up
0: with that costume, though? I'm just gonna make a point out here. The CW's Superman costume is saggy, and it looks like it's bunching <laughs> in places. It looks like he needs to, like, I don't know. I mean, it, it, that costume is not fitting this man's body. It looks cheap as hell. I'm like,
1: it looks, it looks like they took and made a general suit for a whole bunch of different people to try on. And then when they finally found their Superman, they tried it's to do some alterations that didn't have a good stretch. It's interest. like
0: his above the knees, it's, it's like bunched a little. It's not like, you know, nowadays those suits fit right to their body. And I'm like, that looked like my grandmama went to Walmart and bought me that Superman costume for Halloween.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Ooh, it does not look cute. That's why they put that show over on the CW. They said, Let's move this. Said we can't have this on here after CIS I mean C S I Chicago. But, you know, that don't look good at all. I I'm ready to see because I like that little show. It's cute. What but, show is this? Uh, Supergirl. Supergirl. Oh I
2: thought that's a fun to little show. That. But
0: I, look that cat even looks. That looks like my grandmama made that cape for Halloween, but I didn't ever want to be Superman. I always wanted to be the villain on anything that was going on. So so
2: dressed I, up like Jr. for Halloween. I dressed
0: up as Jr. Ewan, and the kid, nobody <laughs> at school knew who I was. I'm like, you stupid bastard, stop watching cartoons and watch something with some substance, and you would know something about <laughs> something.
2: Didn't you call somebody a whore at school too? <laughs> yes, I
0: did. And when I was like that, I called a grown man a bastard and he was like, I'm going to tell Miss on you. you such a bad little boy. I said, In fact, I called him a black bastard. I said, You black bastard, you? Because, like I said, we were color struck. And, you know, I've had to grow and change in life. But he was a darker complexion. And he said something smart to me. And I called him a black bastard. And before I could get to the house good, it was, to tell me you've been uptown cussing and talking fast. She already had this. Usually it would be, Go she get me a switch. She, uh, I didn't. Get, she, mother didn't like the belt. I, she used to oh. judge people that used the belt. Like that was oh, real. Out
2: of here.
0: Thelma was like that was real child abuse. She had a switch. We had a chinaberry limb, so she already had. look, any black well, anybody from the northeast part of Texas or Arkansas knows when they, your mama could just make all the leaves come off that switch in one fell swoop. It like she swip a hand up and whoop all the leaves. They tell me you've been uptown talking nasty to grown folks. No, they were telling a story on me. You lied. Look, as I'm saying this, I just thought about this. A commenter on DC once commented about my horrible childhood. So <laughs> I should probably stop telling these stories. I'm like, well, if I had a horrible childhood, every black kid I'd ever knew had one. Listen,
1: if you only if you bad. only had to worry about a if you only had to worry about a switch, that wasn't we anything. Got we, our had, we had belts. Willow switches, wooden spoons, and And a couple other things. And I tell you what,
0: we didn't go to school and shoot the school up either. Neither did I, and neither of those things
3: things happened to me.
0: You're right, and you don't have to get a whooping, but some people need a whooping, Sarah, (laughs)
2: some kids
0: need a whooping I believe some of these kids if they would have been getting a whooping at the house they wouldn't be getting you know it's like kids today well they bullied me so I'm going to go shoot up the school well hell I got bullied I was black, gay, and fat in America you think school was a picnic for me? well that's
3: because it's always white males who
0: shoot up the... School. And then it's like, whole yeah, oh, they blame miles. the video games. Oh, well, they played, well, they watched angry movies. I watched every rocket that came out. I used to sit up and pretend I was Rambo with a knife in my teeth, cutting somebody's throat. That didn't make me want to do it in real life. Anyway, we're getting too political. Let's bring in our girl, Karen Maskins, from Wubs, who is going to talk about the Fab movie. Luke Patcha in. So next week, our Sarah Bell will be back, and she is going to give us a huge report of everything that happened at Comic-Con and TCA. Sarah, knock 'em dead out there tonight, girl. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye Sarah. And now, look, tagging, they're tag teaming on the way in and out virtually. We have our girl Karen from Wubbs. Karen, how are you doing?
4: I'm good,
0: Jamie. How are you? I'm good. It's been a long time since we had you. Uh, we've had you on the Daytime Confidential podcast over the years, and you wrote brilliant reviews for Mad Men for us, a show that Luke, did you ever watch Mad Men?
1: I tried. Karen tried to convince <laughs> me, but every time I did, it was just not Luke my cup I of tea. Luke and I barely cheese.
0: agree on TV shows, but we were both. Well, it happened. I think it's happened twice with
1: two. There's two, two shows, critically
0: acclaimed shows, where Luke and I were like. Get it? 30 Rock and Mad Men. So, yep. you've covered Mad Men for us and did a bad job. Yeah. But when I tweeted out earlier what everybody wanted to talk about, you brought up a movie I definitely want to go see, but I haven't had a chance. Ab Fab. So, I want you to give us your mini-review of Ab Fab heading to the box office.
4: Well, first of all, it's like going to a party, not the movies, um, it's wonderful. And I think part of the reason is because everybody that's in the audience really wants to see it. Um, they know what it is. It's in limited release here. So everybody that's in there is a fan. So everybody's yelling and clapping and laughing. Um, it, it's just a really great movie. It's very original um, to the series. You know, it keeps really close to all the characters. You'll see all your favorites. Um, and Patsy and Eddie basically go after
1: Kate Moss and hilarity ensues. <laughs> and then have to go into hiding, right?
4: Yes, they have to go to the south of France.
1: Which is a wonderful place to hide, as only they could come up with that as a good place.
4: Yes, and they can't hide very well because exactly. they're them. Um, but no, it, it's, it's really funny. The only thing is there's an awful lot of British cameos in it. So, for most of the time, I'm thinking, I, I should know that person. I should know that person. Um, for example, they had a lot of London fashion models on. Mm. And Stella McCartney, those type of people.
1: Of course. Yeah, she's been on the show for a long time. Yeah. Oh, so
4: my gosh, I can't wait. It's just, it's, it's a right, and it's so naughty. I mean, it's so politically incorrect.
1: It's everything you want it to be. It's great. Well, I will... I will watch any of Jennifer Saunders' television shows because she's put out several, and I love them all. The, this film is on in a theater like 30 minutes away over in Scottsdale, and I was going to try and get to it. I wanted to see wait, it here. Wait, 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 <clears throat> wait.
0: I want to live in Scottsdale. I want to have a house in Scottsdale.
1: <laughs> I own a Anybody know yeah.
2: what I'm talking about?
1: Exhale, 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 Waiting to exhale. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, and so it's like 30 minutes away, but I so I haven't had a chance to get to it because it's the only one I have found that it, yeah. it has it, which is why the limited release is like, come on! I live in a good part of town. You think that the, you would think that my part of town would have Look this? There,
0: in Jillian a... and Mel know this. When Luke told me where he was living in Arizona, I thought immediately of waiting to exhale. Cause Robin is when she was basically letting her man know how to make it right with her. I want a house in Scottsdale. I'm like Luke, you live in there hot. You live. In there I I low.
1: don't I don't live. I do not live in Scottsdale, no way, shape, wow. or form. I just live in a good part exactly. of town. Okay.
0: You, yeah. She live in the part of town where that brother with the
2: the leather vest came on to go see Bob. <laughs> mm, mm, so, no,
0: <laughs> exhale, Though we're going back to AbFab. See this this is a stream of consciousness pod podcast. That's okay, um, um, <laughs> Karen. Where hi, do you Jillian. Rank? Hi, Karen. Yes. <laughs> How so are you is doing? Mel on here also? So oh, hi, Mel. Fab, hey. Where does it rank for you in terms of the TV show? to movie adapt. I mean, well, this isn't really an adaptation. This is a continuation. So, like, Sex and the City continued on the big screen, and The X-Files and Twin Peaks. Even went to the big screen. Where do you think it ranks in those movies? Because those are an iffy proposition for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, they are. It's like Luke. Luke will probably be taken, it'll be like that game Operation next week. I watched it and I noticed that they didn't have Jennifer Saunders doing exactly like she did in season seven of Outbound, the TV show in the British version. So, what did you think of that?
4: I went with two guys who loved the show. In the, when we were walking in, one of them said, oh, my God, I hope this isn't another Sex in the City 2 disaster. And, oh. I, oh. I mean, it it just matches the show so well. I don't think anybody will be disappointed. I think, I think they did a fabulous, fabulous job of um, bringing the show to life. And they continue it
1: because, of course, Safi has her daughter. Um, oh, okay. It, please tell me Saffy's daughter is like the grandmother and not Saffy.
4: She's she's actually like um, the oldest daughter on Blackish. Okay, that's what her character is like. Oh, very okay. mod, very nice. They they use her as a pawn to get to Kate Moss because she's so young. She's the only young person that they have to use. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like thirteen, and they take her to this party. And Patsy's like, "Go go ask her for a cigarette. Go ask her for a cigarette." Um, so. But no, I think I think it was a very faithful adaptation. You'll be
1: pleasantly surprised. I can't I promise. wait. You know, I... Would you call it absolutely fabulous? I would. Okay. Wait till you see Bubble.
4: Do you remember Bubble?
1: Oh, cannot wait. Emperor oh,
0: of, of she's obvious wearing. puns, our Luke Kerr. <laughs> the emperor <laughs> of
1: obvious puns. Um, there, there isn't a pun that I can't. I remember.
0: was late to the abfab oh. revolution because. I fell in love with them after a sketch they did of my all-time favorite actress, the late Jackie Collins. And
1: it was, was it a French and Saunders? Yes. Sketch. And it was, okay. And I
0: wanted to hate it, and I, you know, I was mad at first because, <laughs> <laughs> but then it was so fucking spot on.
2: Oh, you it mean? Was, oh, it was oh, called oh. Lucky Bitches. Yes, and
0: it yes, was, yes. It was basically the story of Jackie Collins and her sister, Joan Collins. But,
2: I'm Joan Santangelo. I'm but they were Santangelo. Jackie and
0: Joan Santangelo in it. And it's, I'm talking about the Brits know how to do, I like, it made me want them to get, they to take Jack over Saturday wrong. Night Live. Because, yeah, when I first saw that and then they had Jackie like, Joan is still all glamorous and beautiful when she's older. Then they tried to front my Jackie up. So I <laughs> immediately cussed when I saw, who the F are these effing <laughs> Half was talking about my, but after I watched it again, hello, it's me, Jonas Santangelo, and I'm like, oh my god! And they they get it so spot on. It's like because those are the voices in my head, like they oh, sound god. like hey, them. You know, uh,
2: Joe, you were familiar. You not Joe, you were friendly with Jackie. What did, did you ever
0: ask Jackie about that? No, but Jackie oh. was really, you know, when Jackie gained weight in the eighties. She got a lot of ribbing for that, but you know the Jackie I knew—I mean, you met her, Jillian. Yeah. She got her—you know—her fitness game was on point by the time, you know, in her—you know—late sixties to seventies. She lost all that weight, but you know, anytime a anytime a woman ever like struggles with their weight ever, that becomes the the thing. And they're comedians, so I was like, but yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, why they got to have Jackie looking big and frumpy? But then it was <laughs> it was so spot on with how they were the children of the theater agent and then Joan becomes a star and she's not really getting that much work in Hollywood and then Jackie starts writing these novels and then she puts (laughs) – when they show the Jodie Santagelo getting screwed, because if you ever saw um, The Bitch and the Stud, which, you know, those were Jackie's movies, those were her books that were then turned into movies – In Great Britain, they became smash hits. They never really became big here, but that's what launched, you know, um, Aaron Spelling saw um, Joan as Fontaine Khalid in The Stud and The Bitch, and they were, like, basically pornos. I mean, they were, like, you know, you know how basic instinct was basically just barely able to be considered a, you know a regular R rated movie instead of a porno that is how those movies were and that launched the you know that launched Joe's career here in the states and French and Saunders spoofed them flawlessly and so then I started watching AbFab and loved it so I will be going to see it. Thank you so much for your recommendation, Karen. And we have to have you on our other podcast, Daytime Confidential, soon. Yes, because we Because, you know, um, and I. this is funny, i laughed laughing at you so much because I did this whole, I go through these phases where I'm like, I'm going to try to be nice about the soaps. I'm just not going to be mad anymore. And as soon as I tweeted, I'm just going to try to be nice about them. And you tweeted me back, I'll take up your slack. <laughs> You're right. I'll take up your slack, honey, because <laughs> I'm holding nothing back. All
1: right, well, we're Well, and when Orphan Black comes uh, back for another season, we will definitely have yes. you on.
0: So oh, good. Like, I have a Rachel. You um, balance both. I can't keep up with daytime and prime time the way Luke There's
4: had. so many good shows on. You're right. <laughs> All hey, right. if you do Stranger Things, have me on, too.
1: Well, I've heard that's so really good on Netflix. I that
4: this weekend.
1: It is fire. I've heard awesome. it's really good. Yes.
0: We, we'll, yes, yeah, it's I'll get caught up on great. that. That will be added to my binge list. Yep. All right everyone. Okay. So until next time, keep it popping. Bye. So long. Bye y'all. Bye.